Hey, over the month of June, I am sharing, I am refiring some favorite episodes from the very beginning of this podcast so that I have the time and the brain space to work on a little new thing for you. So this first episode of the Summer Refire is all about how you can create a schedule that fits you, your life, and your business. Planning for routines that fit you and that help support you to spend time on the things that you want to work on is really a key part of designing your business operations in a way that helps you be more productive. So this episode would fall under the design part of my productivity ecosystem. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about when I mention the productivity ecosystem, you can go back a few episodes to episode 31 to get the basics. I'll also link to a blog post about it in the show notes of this episode. Anyway, I think that the start of summer or winter, I know a good chunk of my listeners are actually on the opposite side of, of the globe um, and have winter starting or going on. But I think this change of a season is a great time to reflect on and maybe adjust your schedule. Because for many of us, the season changing means that our time availability or responsibilities or maybe even energy changes. So I hope that you enjoy the summer refire and that even if you've listened to it before, I hope that you'll get a nugget from it that you haven't noticed before or that you just didn't remember. So let's dive into it. My name is Yenna and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you want to reclaim your time, feel in control of your tasks, and make real progress without overworking. Here on the podcast, I share thoughts and actionable tips on how to be intentionally productive and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. So make sure to subscribe if that sounds interesting to you. In this episode in particular, I'm going to show you how you can create a schedule that fits you. I really wanted to talk about this in the first episode because it is so hard to move through your week in an intentional way if you're only relying on a to-do list but don't have any structure in your week. If you're worried that a schedule will make life too boring or rigid, I would encourage you to still try this out. A schedule doesn't have to be about knowing what you do every minute, as it is about having this general outline that helps you plan out your tasks into your week in a way that fits with all the things you want to do in your life outside of just getting things done. There are so many more ways that having a structure actually brings you flexibility and freedom, but I'm going to do a whole episode about that because I think it's super, super important to talk about. So for now, just one example is that if something goes wrong in your day or in your week, it is so, so much easier to deviate from a plan you already had versus trying to remember all the things you got to do plus fit them somewhere. And you don't know where to fit them because your schedule is just a mystery. But the best benefit I can think of is just the amount of mental capacity, the amount of brain capability that is freed up when you are organized. Because your brain doesn't feel like it has to solve the when do we do all the things problem 24-7. And on a different note, maybe you already have a schedule, 
but feel like your schedule is a mess or like you're just not the kind of person who can stick to a schedule. In this case, I would venture to guess that your current schedule just doesn't support your needs or isn't matched with how you want to live your life or how you best work. So it makes sense that it feels like it's not working for you, but maybe it is just not a good fit for you. I just tweaked my own schedule last week because I felt like something just wasn't quite right or as smooth as it could be. So I am super excited to talk about this today. But let's move on to the schedule creation. Step one is to create a rough outline of your week. What I usually do is I draw one of those school week schedule type things that we had in school with the timestamps on the left and then our classes um, like blocked out in the schedule. But in this case, um, we just include the weekend days too. So for each day, give it its own column and then over on the left, write out the hours that you are usually awake. You can also do this in a spreadsheet, by the way, this is totally up to you. I love outlining things on paper before I make things digital. And a quick side note is that you can use different color pens or different color um, blocks in a spreadsheet for different types of blocks that you're going to be putting into your schedule. So this might make it easier to see the difference between work and free time and things like that. So that's maybe something to consider for the rest of this exercise. And then in step number two, the first thing that you fill into your schedule is your meal times. So food is a huge thing. We all need fuel. We all need nutrition. So this is what I start with putting into this weekly outline. Everything in my life revolves around meals. So block out time for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and remember to include some extra time to these two to account for cooking or anything like that. And then step number three is to fill in any regular commitments. So if there's anything that happens regularly that you can't or don't want to change, fill those out in here. Maybe these are an appointment of some kind, something that happens weekly. Maybe it's a class, like an exercise class. Maybe it's picking up kids from school something like that. And then in step number four, block out your free time. So blocking out time for not work is important because if we plan for our work first, there is a risk that self-care or free time just doesn't get accounted for enough. When you block out time for this first, you can see how much time you actually have for work and can plan tasks for that time more realistically. So decide on the blocks of time when you don't want to be working and you want to instead be resting, having fun, doing social things, or taking care of tasks and chores or, or running errands. So for example, if you want to stop working at 5 o'clock each day or every other day or something like that, then you block off the time after 5 p.m. on those days. If you want to give some of these blocks of time a name or a theme, go for it. For example, a friend of mine cleans the apartment at the same time every other Saturday, and that's just a time block for her. Another one of my friends has a 45-minute block for yoga set aside in the morning while her husband takes care of things with their toddler. Sometimes when you can put details in like this, like instead of just 
saying, you know, time off, you say that this is time for, I don't know, um, night with friends, then you kind of also get more excited about keeping yourself to that structure, to that schedule. And now we are at step five, plan for your work or for your creative time if you're a creator of some kind. So the time you have left on the schedule that's still empty, that's essentially the time you have to devote to your business or to creative projects. In my case, it means that there are a few hours of time before lunch and a few hours of time after lunch. And sometimes I love to do creative work tasks on a weekend day for a couple hours too, if I'm feeling really inspired and I haven't planned anything in particular for that day. I would encourage you to sort of examine or to get curious about those time blocks that you have left. Are there certain time blocks that are at a time when you're more energetic versus are there blocks where you tend to feel a bit more like a sloth? So because I know that I'm at my most energetic and productive in the morning, I generally make sure that I work on the most focus requiring tasks in the mornings. That usually means writing, recording, creating Instagram posts, things like that, my deep work. Then I know that my afternoon hours are a time when I have a harder time motivating myself to do deep work. So I usually plan for lighter, kind of more mechanical tasks. And that's also when I like to schedule calls with people. When there's another person on the other side of the screen, it is super energizing to me and it pretty much cancels out my afternoon energy slump. Oh, I just thought of a little bonus tip for you. You can also plan to do certain types of things on a certain day of the week. For example, maybe Mondays are for creative work or Fridays for research and planning. But I will speak to this much more in a future episode. I just wanted to mention it here in case it was something you wanted to keep in mind already. For now, the most important thing is that you figure out a schedule you enjoy and that works for you. And that is then a foundation that you can build on and improve upon. So that's it. That's a framework that you can use to figure out your schedule and that you can get back to every time you notice that it might be a good thing to make some changes. You might have noticed that I said usually a couple times while talking about my own version of the schedule. That's because I'm usually just doing my best to follow my plans, but because energy can fluctuate so much and life sometimes just happens, I don't stick to this 100% of the time. Maybe it's more like 70% of the time. The important thing for me isn't to follow the schedule minute by minute. It's more about having this idea of a flow I want to have throughout my day, to have these general guidelines to stick to, to have those sort of anchoring moments in there, which are the mealtimes. For example, I have to change my schedule a bit for summer versus winter, just because of the summer heat. In winter, I usually take Nova the dog out in the afternoons, but in the summer, I gotta get her outing in early before it gets too hot. I still know that the outing is accounted for in my schedule. It just means that half the year, my morning work hours are an hour shorter, and on the other half of the year, it's the afternoon hours that get a cut. Okay, how strange is it to listen to myself from a year ago? I am 
very, very glad that those beginner podcast days are behind me. I kind of needed this episode myself right now because I need to adjust to summer again. And I'll also be spending a good chunk of time alone this summer as my husband is traveling for work a lot. So I've got to account for chores and things that he usually takes care of. So I'm going to be right there with you charting out my days. Hey, did you know that if you share my podcast with a friend or on your social media within the month of June 2022, you can win a one-hour pick-my-brain session with me. You can ask me anything when it comes to productivity, schedules, work-life balance, anything within the realm of things that I usually talk about. So if you share with a friend, grab a screenshot of you sharing and send it to me in an email or on my Instagram DMs. Or if you share about this podcast on Instagram, maybe you can take a screenshot of your favorite episode and say why you liked it. And don't forget to tag me so that I see it. And if you'd like an extra giveaway possibility, you can also write a review for Building Balance on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate a review because hearing what has been helpful to you about the podcast not only helps me create better content, but it also helps others decide whether they'd benefit from listening to the podcast when they can hear what you've found useful or how it has changed your business or your life. So if you write a review, take a screenshot of it and send it my way because I can't see the content of reviews that have been written outside of the US. I can only see the ratings. So please send a screenshot of it my way, maybe through email at jenna at jennahelberg.com or just on Instagram in a DM at the Jenna Helberg. Seeing a couple reviews come in would mean so much to me. I'll pick a winner out of everyone who shares or writes a review on July 1st, and then I'll get in touch with the winner. Hopefully that's you. I'll get in touch by July 5th. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope that you have a beautiful week. Bye. Hey, if this episode resonated with you and you'd like to support my podcast, the best way you can do that is to write a review for the podcast or share it with your business owner friends. It would help my tiny little podcast reach more cool people like you. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments. And if you're sharing about the podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jenna Helberg so that I can thank you.